Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and my sisters, in Mark chapter 1, beginning at the 21st verse, Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum. Capernaum was a seaside city located on the northwest shore of the Sea of Galilee. After being rejected in his hometown of Nazareth, the city of Capernaum served as the center or headquarters of Jesus's Galilean ministry. And the Bible says, and when the Sabbath came, you know, the day that was set aside for worship and rest from daily labors, the Bible says that Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. Now, Fred, the preferred place for worship for any devout Jew was in the temple in Jerusalem. But for those who could not make it to the Jerusalem temple, synagogues were established where they could gather together for worship. Now, according to Judaism, in any town place that 10 Jewish males resided, a synagogue could be established. And the synagogue service consisted of prayer, praise, the reading of the word of God, and explanation of the word of God. Now, the Jewish synagogue did not have what we know as today as a pastor who provided care for the congregants and taught and proclaimed the word of God in that one place. But each synagogue had a chief ruler who was responsible for making sure 
that synagogue was maintained and that the worship service in the synagogue operated in decency and order. Because each synagogue did not have its own pastor. Guest rabbis and guest teachers who were in or passing through the area were given the opportunity by the chief ruler to teach those who gathered in the synagogue. That is why Jesus, if you read your Bible enough, you will notice that Jesus often taught in the synagogue. <laughs> now, Jesus has been asked to teach in the synagogue. And the Bible says in verse 22 that the people were amazed. In other words, they were blown away at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. You see, it was the teaching custom of the rabbis and teachers to only quote the opinions and oral traditions of other well-known rabbis and teachers when they tried to expound upon or explain to the people what was written in the scriptures, their explanations were oftentimes the sayings of pious men who lacked real God-given authority. Now, don't misunderstand it is good to be able to quote our spiritual forefathers and some of their spiritual insights. But it is the word of God that our authority lies in. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? I said the word of God is the authority in which our preaching and our teaching should rest in. Now, I have read and I possess many books, but when I stand up here on Sunday mornings, I stand here not to try to impress you with flattering words of men. But I stand on the authority of the word of God, which is the power of God unto salvation. Jesus taught with authority. Though he sometimes referenced in his teachings 
some of the Old Testament prophets, he referenced them to give credence to what they said about him. Jesus taught with authority. You know why? Because he was the authority. <laughs> Did y'all hear what I said? He didn't have to get authority. But he was authority. So, in verse 23, y'all still have your apps open and your Bibles open? The Bible says, just then, don't know if Jesus had finished speaking or was in the midst of speaking, that a man who was in the synagogue, who was possessed by an impure or unclean spirit, cried out. Is that what your Bible says? Let me make a point right here. The enemies of the kingdom of God hate the authoritative word of God. When the authoritative word of God is given, I'm here to tell you that the enemy doesn't like it. You know why? Because the enemy knows that the word of God brings light, which results in deliverance. And when the authoritative word of God is given, people who sit under that word are subject to change. Remember, my brothers and sisters, where the man with the unclean spirit is. He is in the synagogue. Or if you don't mind, he was in church. And this tells us that even the enemy shows up, come on now, to church. And when the enemy shows up, he cries out to distract us, to cause us to shift our focus on him. And he also tries to mess up our concentration. You know what his aim is? His aim is for you and for I to miss out on our deliverance. Y'all still with me? <laughs> well, when we get to verse 24 of our text, this unclean spirit cried out. Check out what he cries out. What do you want with us? Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us? I know, I know, I know who you are. 
You are the Holy One of God. And let me make point number two. The enemies of the kingdom of God always recognizes the authentic Christ. Oh, y'all missed that. Let me, let me say that again. I said the enemies of the kingdom of God always recognizes the authentic Christ. In, in other words, if the authentic Christ lives within you, the enemy of the kingdom of God knows it and will recognize it. The unclean spirit recognizes that he nor his cohorts had anything in common with Jesus. That is why the unclean spirit said, what do you want with us? You know what that unclean spirit did? He acknowledged the fact that he was not alone. The Bible says there were other unclean spirits with him. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at your neighbor. Look at what the unclean spirit recognized. That unclean spirit recognized Christ's humanity. You know how he recognized it? He told them where he was from. <laughs> he said, you're Jesus of Nazareth. Am I, am I, am I in the book? That unclean spirit not only recognized Jesus' humanity, but he also recognized Jesus' deity. What's that unclean spirit say? He says, you are the Holy One of God. And then that unclean spirit recognized that he nor any of the other unclean spirits that was with him could stand before Christ's power. What did he say? He said, have you come to destroy us? The unclean spirit testifies. I know who you are. And I just want to ask, does the enemy of the kingdom of God know who you are? And if he knows who you are, are you recognized as a threat? Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> verse 25 tells us how Jesus responded to the unclean spirit. He says, be quiet and come out. <laughs> What's Jesus say? Be quiet and come out. And I stopped by to tell somebody that sometimes you have to tell the enemy to shut up and be quiet. Take courage. Tell the enemy to shut up and be quiet. Well, why would Jesus tell the unclean spirit to be quiet? Let me let you in on a little secret. Jesus told the unclean spirit to be quiet because Jesus did not need or want the assistance of Satan and his army to tell people who he was. You know what I'm saying? Christ's authority was enough by itself. Uh, well, the Bible says in verse 27, I'm through, that the people were all amazed. And listen what they said. What is this? A new teaching? And with authority? My question is, what were they getting in the church before Jesus showed up? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. They said, this guy even gives orders to impure and unclean spirits. And they have to obey him. And, and, and the point I, I want to leave with you today is that this same authority, this same power that Jesus spoke to those unclean spirits is the same authority and the same power that he has given to you. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. You say you're a believer? You say that you love the Lord with all your heart? You say that my God can do anything? Well, when are you going to start practicing it? Lean to your neighbor and say, Christ 
gives us this same power and authority. Now, now let me say this. Let me, let, me, let me do a little more teaching. I firmly, firmly believe that a true believer in Jesus Christ, I'm talking about one who has truly accepted Jesus Christ into their life. I believe the true believer cannot be possessed by an unclean spirit. <laughs> what are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that Jesus will not share the throne of your heart with the enemy. If the believer can be possessed by an unclean spirit, that means that Jesus does not have all power and that Satan is stronger than God Almighty. Somebody say the devil is a liar. But though, let me clear this up, a believer cannot be possessed by an unclean spirit. A believer can be oppressed and depressed by an unclean spirit. What are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that many of us have walked into this church today oppressed and depressed by some unclean spirit. But, somebody say but, in the authority of the word of God, and in the authority of the name Jesus Christ, we can take the authority given to us through Christ and his word to speak to those unclean spirits that may be oppressing and depressing some of us. We said, Pastor, we have the God given authority to command. Somebody say, command the evil spirits to be silent and to loose their hold on us. Oh, Lord. So, as I close this sermon today, I want to give liberation to somebody who's in the building. I want to give liberation to someone who's watching or listening. I want someone 
who is watching and listening today to take courage. Tell your neighbor, take courage. And stand in the authority of the name that is given above every name. The name of Jesus Christ. Take courage and speak to the unclean spirits around you and tell them in the name of Jesus, be silent and loose your hold of me. You don't have any authority over me. You hindering spirit cannot call them out spirits of jealousy, spirits of selfishness, spirits of dissension, spirits of envy, spirits of drunkenness, Spirits of rebellion. Spirits of doubt. Spirits of fear. Spirits of worry. Spirits of anxiety. Spirits of prejudice. Spirits of hatred. Spirits of bigotry. Spirits of depression. Spirits of obesity. Spirits of eating disorders. Spirits of nervous disorders. Spirits of pornography. Spirits of illicit sex. Spirits of homosexuality, spirits of adultery, spirits of addiction to cocaine, nicotine, and caffeine. Right now, I dare someone to take boldness in Jesus' name and say, I declare myself free from all of these hindering spirits and who the sun sets free is free indeed I don't know about you but I'm going to take courage and declare in the authority of the name of Jesus that I am free, I am free, praise the Lord, I'm free, no longer bound, no more chains holding me, my soul, I said my soul, my soul is resting, and I don't know about you, it is a blessing, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, I said praise the Lord, 
Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm free. I want y'all to know that the devil is scared right now. Because when God's people begin to confess what they have in Jesus Christ, the enemy becomes scared and shakes in his boots. So what are you saying, Pastor Wood? Don't be scared. And let me say this. Some of us give too much authority to the devil. And some of us listen to that joker too much. And as long as we keep listening, he's going to keep sowing fear. But when you stand up in the authority of Jesus Christ and said, no more, you don't have divine authority over me. I am free and victorious in Christ Jesus. Is, has anyone been liberated today? Wait a minute, y'all talking scared. Y'all talking scared. I said, have you felt like you have been liberated or set free today? Look, I wouldn't come to a church that did not preach deliverance. I would not come. I wouldn't even waste my time to come to a church that keeps me bound and doesn't tell me how I can be made free. And as long as I'm the pastor here, I'm going to preach the authoritative word of God. Because you know what? If you are free, then I won't have to be praying so much for your freedom. If you are free in Christ, <laughs> I can take care of something else. Amen. All right, come on, stand to your feet. All my free folk in Christ. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531.
or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.